guys. So today we have a special guest with us mm-hmm. who is a very, very dear friend. And I met her at my workplace and I'm we, so we glad. We met her. We met her. Oh yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank <laughs> so you. So we met her at our workplace and I'm so glad that, you know, we, you, I mean, I don't think I could get anybody better, you know, with me at work. She was like the most millennial yet matured individual I've met so far. <laughs> so yeah, I'm talking about Sanaya. Please shout out for her. Oh, wow. Thanks for having me, you guys. Love that intro. <laughs> and yeah, we have our old guest, or I don't know, the host. Anurag. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> <laughs> making me the guest now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So today we're yeah. going to talk about something. Um, I think we all go through some point of our life mm-hmm. and always have this whole, you know, question and yet no answer or answer, but don't know what is the right one. It's mm-hmm. love. It's crush and infatuation and basically so, dating yeah. and relationship dating and relationship too mm. so let's start with our guest Sunaya so just to be clear you guys are only talking about romantic love right like mm. not the other love that we have between friends and family uh, not uh, really no, like, romantic yeah. only crushes uh. infatuation and love Right. So I know that this isn't going to go well with yours, but I do believe that, you know, love exists, crushes exist. It's a fundamental part of life. And, you know, like, you know, people will be all like, nahi, exist nahi karta, ek hai, that kind of whole outlook. But I think that's an unnecessarily critical outlook on life. And mm-hmm. I personally don't agree with it. I'm not saying that it's going to work out for everyone or that it always happens, but I don't think that it doesn't exist or something like that. So, okay. so, so what you're saying is basically like even if you have bad experiences, that doesn't mean that, you know, you have to tag love or see love only in a particular sense, you know, in a jaded sense. So, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Just because like, you know, you can look at a person in a jaded sense. Mm-hmm. Or you true, can look at true. a circumstances in a jaded sense, but it's not the emotion's fault, right? Mm-hmm. It could Absolutely. be like a whole different... Um, situation or a bunch of, you know, particular instances that led to your heartbreak or whatever mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. So I don't think that it doesn't exist because I don't want to like invalidate an entire experience. But right, like, you know, right. I just don't believe in it. So there's that also. Mm. Right. Amitra was saying something? No, I wanted to ask you, Anurag, what do you think about it? I guess I share uh, like similar views with uh, Sanaya because I also believe that it depends on person to person, like how, of what we choose in a person or what we look forward to in a person uh, that mm-hmm. will uh, outline our experience of love. So it's mm-hmm. not love to be blamed, but our choices and circumstances more mm-hmm. uh, than just mm-hmm. the concept of love because, you know, you have seen people who are in love and it's working for them. So, so it's it's basically universal need to be loved and to love. So I feel it depends, mm-hmm. as she said, Sanaya said that, you know, it depends on uh, what you choose and under what circumstances. So, yeah. Yeah, what about you? Okay. But, I mean, if uh, I had to speak about love, personally, I would just call it a chemical imbalance in the brain or not even imbalance. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. So, yeah, I, I don't particularly believe in love, but I do believe in oxytocin. So, yeah, and I do believe 
in uh, the experience as in what you go through when the oxytocin are released but i don't see any other you know attachment towards it it's just that i don't believe in you know the whole bollywood romance and uh, uh, you know that feeling of uh, this is the one for me and you know the how how love is you know portrayed so i know you do i know sanaya does no so, wait that's not right though we won't say that that aspect exists like i wasn't saying that you should romanticize love to that extent because that's unrealistic yeah it's not yeah. that it's not going to walk into a room but what is what is unrealistic it's going to fly in a closed room you know that's not going to happen that's not <laughs> what i'm expecting to happen either or <laughs> feeling exists but of course that feeling also exists when you take a drug So no, but the no, but the thing is, the thing is, like what you are saying about the chemicals and everything—that's given, that's true. But then, who instigates or who triggers those emotions also matters, na? Who instigates those but chemicals also matters. But that's what drugs can also do, na? But drug will not love you. Drug is a thing that you consume oh, that and it's in you. Who makes me feel amazing about myself? Have you ever tried to drug? Why are you shouting at me? <laughs> <laughs> But even another person, right? Like if you were the right person, wouldn't they make you feel like at least that's how it should be ideally? That mm-hmm. make you feel amazing about yourself as well, right? But I, don't you think that whole uh, feeling given by somebody else is so temporary? It's so that depends on you and the person, right? Are But, you working towards it? Are you like managing to? What do you mean you know, by working towards it? If if you are only are you going managing to keep your relationship alive, okay? It's like that. Do you believe in crosses? Do you believe in infatuation? Yeah, of course. Don't you feel infatuated when you see like a super attractive guy walking past? Okay. But how would you describe you? it? But how would you describe it? If I, if my feelings of infatuation are completely different, where I go, you know, I'll take it forward there. But I want to know what is infatuation for you, Sanaya and Anurag. I think infatuation is just you know you've seen somebody and you're so attracted mm-hmm. to them, like you feel attracted to that person. You want to get to know them. You know, mm-hmm. you, uh, sometimes maybe like you might create this idealized version of that person mm-hmm. in your head. Mm-hmm. You want to, you know, be closer to them. You want to get to know them. You want them to like you. You think about them. That's an infatuation. It's a crush. Yeah, exactly. Because okay. yeah, but the thing that you know that makes you uh, want to start a conversation, maybe or you know, strike a conversation in a different sense, not just a conversation in a conversation way, but as you said, mm-hmm. take it forward. to knowing someone beyond their persona and mm. uh, that and secondly uh, infatuation for me as she mentioned in one line that you know it's about the idealized version of the other person in your head or the other sex or your same sex if you are uh, from the community or from the lgbt community so it it mm-hmm. is maybe you are infatuated to a version or to a picture in your head about how the other person uh, person would be or should be Mm-hmm. So I guess infatuation is as simple as being attracted to someone who who is there in your head uh, head already, right? So it's only that you mm-hmm. whatever you have in your head. If you see that person in front of you, you you like all right, fine. This is something that maybe we'll we'll have something in common, or even if not common, you find them physically attractive. Mm-hmm. So, but my question uh, here is, do you feel that infatuations uh, mature over time? Like you know, the kind of people you were attracted to once in your life, you you are not attracted to the similar sort of people right now. 
So does this happen to both of you? Because it 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 has happened with me. उट दे Do you feel that? Yeah, I guess if you don't experience it, how will you know for sure? Yeah. Like that, like yeah. you know, you may think that you might not be okay with something in your head, mm-hmm. and then you might come across it in a relationship and realize that it's not actually a deal breaker yes, for you. Oh, yes, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like I know, for example, that I thought I would be okay with a lot of things, you know, and then I got mm-hmm. into a relationship, and now I have such a big list of mm-hmm. no nos, mm-hmm. like I have such a big list of non-negotiables that mm-hmm. I don't. So I feel like it wasn't a loss because I still learned what I don't want, right? Mm, so right. it's still an experience, and it's still taught me a lot about what to look for, what I want in the mm. future, what like you know what will make me happy. Mm-hmm. So what about you, Amitra? But like, don't you think? Mm, yeah, yeah. But don't you think when you said love can be realistic, but when you have an ideal image of somebody, that that itself is a deal breaker because it's not realistic. It's an ideal self, and nobody is the ideal self. And when you know that, but the thing no, is, it's not supposed to be that. a yeah, it's not supposed to that's be a stagnant image, right? Yeah, yeah. I just said to, that mm-hmm. as an example of what is it? Yeah. When you have an infatuation, you create that ideal image in your head, right? So don't you think we're we're setting ourselves up for failure in an infatuation or love in that sense that you know it's bound to disappoint you somewhere or the other because a it's infatuation, it's not. It may be close to reality, but it isn't, and we forget that in the matter of temporary oxytocin release. I mean, a pessimistic that, view does exactly. call for uh, yeah. A pessimistic view will uh, will obviously boil down to what you are saying. So it's not it's, entirely I'm not wrong. I'm not saying pessimistic. I'm calling it realistic. It's a very realistic. No, but I think it also depends on you as a person. Like if you have the brains to understand that I need to keep an open mind and realize. But it is not. It is true that when you're off. So you're not going to think rationally. You're not going to know what's right or wrong. See, it's not that when 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 you see someone, you directly get into their pants, you directly get into a relationship, you directly get married. So it's not that. You take your time. You have enough time to But you know. At this point, how would you know? How would you know who is the one who you want to spend your with and you want to marry? Because so I remember. One, because one I remember. Yeah. No, no, but I remember you telling me that. The crushes take forty-five days to forty-two days, forty-two to forty-five days mm-hmm. to you know, for that mm-hmm. chemical to uh, wear away, uh, wear down. So I feel that mm-hmm. then after forty-five days, after knowing the other person for one or two months, you'll get a clear mm-hmm. idea, you know, where you want to take this, or if you want to take this or not, or if you have experienced any red flags on the way. But don't you think now in today's generation, I wouldn't call myself old, but now people don't have that. Uh, they they would just act upon within those forty five days and hold on to that forty five days that feeling of love, whether it's infatuation or whether it's uh, oxytocin release or whether it's love. No, I don't love. think it's they only. They hold on to that feeling and. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not. Uh, I think you're placing the blame on the incorrect source. That is not love's fault. It is like another series of circumstances that's pushing that individual to behave this way. It's a need for attention. It's a need for companionship that pushes, or it's a fear of being alone that pushes a person to stay in that relationship, even beyond those forty-five days where they realize, okay, this person isn't for me. But mm-hmm. if I break up with him or her, 
What mm-hmm. am I supposed to do now? Will I be alone? I don't want to be alone. You know, it's that mm-hmm. that makes you think. And then to be in a relationship that's not actually fulfilling. That's not necessarily the you know oxytocin fault yeah. as you might be putting it. And also, it could be a yeah. whole other mm-hmm. series of um, issues. There could be familial pressure, or it could be pressure to get married, mm-hmm. or you know, just not knowing better, or just thinking that it's just how it is. Like you know, in the Indian culture, so many people say that yeah, love is off. You're just supposed to stay together anyway. That's how yeah. it works. That's how it works. and i wouldn't blame the only i i wouldn't put the blame on the younger generation only because our generation was no different no generation is different because obviously when you are in love so as sanaya uh, mm. said that you know all these factors play a very important role so mm. it's not about which generation we are talking about it's about the individual that is in question that we need to focus on like what is his or her needs or where her mm-hmm. uh, behavior is coming from So as she very rightly said that you know all these factors matter. So it's not about the generation; it's about the individual mm-hmm. and where that person is coming from. So that's what I believe. Mm-hmm. So, but but taking, don't you think mm-hmm. oxytocin? I mean, love is known as a drug, right? We all know that love is a drug, and uh, uh, the whole factor about it that can create withdrawal symptoms and withdrawal symptoms make you act on things or do things or go back to what was toxic for you just because you.
I agree with you that of course it's not a general aspect for people, but don't you think the factor that you know love plays? We give so much importance to love, love is so overestimated in a relationship that we forget, or we sometimes don't even see the red flag behind it, like in a relationship. No, that people yeah, people that stick along for a really long time, and it takes time. I mean, if if I if I had to be there in a third person's yard, be like, if a man stuff, I'll leave that away. Like that minute, I'll leave away, right? But no. some people do not. They give it a second chance. But, not, but I don't me. think love is to blame here. It is the individual yeah. to be blamed here. But because the individual needs to work on himself or herself. But so, how would he or she be able to distinguish that? How can a person know if that feeling of love? No, no, it's so talking. I feel like it's a lot of other factors that play into it. It's yeah. also like manipulation, gaslighting, low self-esteem, low self-respect. Yeah, exactly. No yeah. other options. Like, say for example, you know, there could be like financial abuse going on. Mm. The woman might not. Mm-hmm. Her own money to leave that marriage. She may mm-hmm. not have parental support or social support to become a divorcee in the society. Mm-hmm. They may be, you know, there may be children involved. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of other factors that may be keeping that person in that situation. Say, for mm-hmm. example, the abuse starts after 15 years of marriage. Your first mm-hmm. 15 years of marriage have been fine, and suddenly your husband comes in and starts hitting you, mm-hmm. or your wife comes in and starts hitting you. So you will be shocked, right? You won't. I mean, it will take you some time to even realize that this is happening to you in the first place. You never mm-hmm. expected this to happen to you. You never expected yourself to be one of those people. Mm-hmm. And now suddenly this is happening to you. You need to come to terms with it. You mm-hmm. need to like. So you know, then you're like, do I want to throw away fifteen years for mm-hmm. this one incident? Is that what I want to do? Then you get manipulated into saying. Then you then you realize that you know, do I really want to start over again after all of this time? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of different things that go into it, and I honestly don't think love plays a role at all in such a situation. Hmm. Okay, I do agree with that. That's one individual point of view, but I think that sentence that but I love him comes so you know commonly now that. Even in relationship, whether it's a man or a female, in that aspect, that whole that whole sentence kind of draws them back to something that they could, you know, achieve, and holds them back in a way. That this the factor of but I love him or but I love her, it does play a role. And I don't think, uh, you know, people get the difference between love and uh, you know when they are when they have that feeling of love, they have these control systems. They have that, you know. This part in the past, the person has done that for me. Part in the past, this has happened, and maybe it's just a phase. And you know, we'll wear, we'll work, and we'll make the effort, you know, to work it out. But the common sense or that you know barrier or that boundary they have, they've forgotten that. They forget the individuality, and that happens in relationships. Especially, yes. I don't know. I don't. I'm speaking mm. for myself, or uh, you know, not generally. But especially women, I feel in my household only they forget who they are in the name of love, in the name or name of uh, you know being the wife or the girlfriend. And I, this is the name mm. of love. They forget everything. But I feel that then you wouldn't be calling it love because then the the main purpose of love gets defeated but here. But then because... it is love and love. And I mean, I wouldn't say that you know that woman is not love. There was no love existing. No, but the thing in is that. Sense, No, no. In that sense, obviously, but then love is not supposed to be toxic, right? If you talk about love, like just but love. But how do you distinguish that? How do you distinguish something like that in love? 
will also be pretty strong, right? So I will be taking all of that into account. Maybe I am thinking. Maybe I am having the thoughts that, oh my God, you know what? Yes, I can recognize that I am being abused. This isn't right. Maybe mm-hmm. I have the thoughts and yet my feelings are very strong. Yet, you mm-hmm. know, I'm fear of abandonment or my feelings of love are stronger than that and it takes time and it takes the strength, like it takes time to build up the strength mm-hmm. to leave that relationship, to recognize what is happening, to recognize that you deserve better. It's not just a split second thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like easier said than done. Which is why I you have to keep so much patience with your friends when they are in these shitty situations. I feel at least. Definitely, I don't know, like she was on her period or whatever, 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 you know, you know, make these excuses. Mm-hmm. And then slowly, slowly, once it becomes a pattern, you get used to it. You sort of, you know, make it the norm for yourself. So it takes a lot of time to realize that, oh, this isn't okay. I, I deserve better. I need something more from this. I should walk away. There's mm-hmm. a fear of having to start over again. It's stuff like that, you know. But mm-hmm. on the outside who isn't being affected for it, it's very easy to just be like, hey, come on, let's, let's walk out. You should leave. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we can't pretend to understand what that individual is going through. So I don't think we can blame love or blame that person. I think it's a lot of complicated decisions that go into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also I feel now let's let's take this conversation forward from, you know, maybe believing in love and not believing in love. So, mm-hmm. so, so do you feel, what do you feel about the red flags and what are the red flags for you? And, you know, like this would be the one which is like ringing the bell ikdam loud and you are like now 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 it's the time to like get the fuck out of this relationship uh so so what would it be for you uh, sanaya starting from starting with you i think a huge red flag is getting too intense too fast like you know the type where the man like you know they'll say i love you in like two weeks into the relationship mm-hmm. and then there's a lot of you know those overly cheesy romantic dialogues about Oh, you are my whole life. You are everything. Mm. That stuff like that. That's a red flag. I think that's overcompensation for some sort of really shitty behavior that's going to come up. And mm. relationships take time. So mm. too intense, too fast is definitely a big red flag. Mm. And I think stuff like not communicating, you know, being moody, not being respectful. Those are like basic things, obviously, like mm. basic human decency, which is the bare minimum. I think if that person doesn't have it, that's a huge red flag. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Anurag, what about you? Uh, uh, the basic ones, obviously, like, you know, uh, being respectful. And uh, I feel, uh, for me, the biggest uh, red flag would be, I guess I'm going to go first and then I'll go because I've, I've not figured it out as of now. <laughs> okay. Because I know so about, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, go for it. So, it would, for me, it would be, uh, I think, infidelity emotional or sexual if you are cheating that would be a big that would be a big goal or it would be a deal breaker for me mm-hmm. and uh, I think abuse if he even is abusive to somebody else besides me you know 
that would be yeah, red flags yeah so i would if for me like another red flag would be like i would see how he's you know talking to other women how he talks about other women how he talks about his exes like you know if he, mm. if he just says oh my exes are crazy i'm like no bro it's probably you who is the problem you know something like that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah but do you do you even yeah anurag yeah, i wanted to know your red flag Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, we uh, already discussed this in our previous episode. So, yeah, uh, about the cheating one, definitely that would be mm-hmm. uh, one of the biggest uh, triggers for me. Yeah. Uh, like mm-hmm. you know, be but for me, it would be uh, first, it would be emotional cheating, and then maybe physical. So, if I feel yeah. that the person has uh, some emotional attachment with the person that he or she has uh, had a fling or whatever you want to call it, so then mm-hmm. then I, then I feel that if there is no such thing, so let's as well break up. So yeah, that would be the only, and the second would be if uh, there is uh, some sort of uh, power play. So I'm not comfortable with uh, these uh, games, you know, where you want to maintain upper hand or you want to give the upper hand. So I do not like uh, those dynamics at all. So yeah, that would be a deal breaker for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, you were asking something. Relationships, you know, where mm-hmm. like one of the people needs to live their relationship in public. So, like those overly, um, like for example, your whole Instagram is about a significant other. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is a red flag as well. I don't know. This just creates <laughs> security. I don't know why. I just feel like this is a red flag. So you mean extreme PDA? I'm not PDA. Just that thing, you know, where like they they need to like, like you know, understand what I'm saying. Like they need to show off on Instagram about it. Like But that's okay. That's an language of love more than anything. Yeah, yeah, even I feel like, yeah. What, what's no, no, wrong? No, no, no. Occasionally on birthdays and anniversaries, I mean, like your entire Instagram is about your significant other. Like your every post is about them. Maybe that's cringe-worthy. Uh, I don't know. I don't think that's cringe. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay. But what do you think about uh, the whole phase of cheaters are always cheaters? I kind of agree. I kind of agree. Mm-hmm. It's not even like cheat. Say, for example, even if the person makes that mistake once, okay. Yeah. And uh, first of all, how is it a mistake? Like you know, a lot of steps go into cheating. It's not like you slipped and fell into her vagina, right? That literally cannot happen. So you've like yeah. pinpointed the person. You've made that decision. You've gone to a place with them. You've undressed. You've had sex. It's a lot of steps that go into it. It's not a mistake. But do, you, but do you feel? But do you feel it's only physical cheating that you have a problem with, or is the emotional involved? More than emotional cheating as well, definitely. Like even the whole, you know, like now with social media and all, I would definitely have an issue with like my significant other. No, but what if? But what if he? But what if he says? What if he says that you know, uh, I cheated on you, but it was only physical and it was there was no strings attached. So. So how will you react? It will also be not okay. Any kind of cheating is not okay, right? Okay. Mm. Any kind of cheating is a deal breaker. I feel like it is a very, I feel like it's a very reasonable, you know, request to have in a relationship. Fidelity. Mm. I feel like it's a reasonable thing to ask for. And I mean, say for example, if the other person can't deal with that, then they can't deal with that. It's not a good match, you know. Mm-hmm. But say. Oh, my significant other has cheated once, and they, you know, they assure me, okay, it's just a one-time thing. It's not going to happen again. It was a mistake. I personally say, even if I forget, like forgive them, I would not be able to, you know, move on from that. 
there will always be that small doubt in my head that if he lied to me so much once, what if he lied to me right now? What if he lied to me right now? You know, it will, it will always be there. But but so don't I you think? Past something like but that. But don't you think like he has come clean to you, like you know, come out clean to you, and he is admitting his fault, and uh, he is actually genuinely he wants to apologize. You know, wants to, both of you to move on. So, so do you do? Confessing a sin really reduce the. I mean, does it take away from the act? <laughs> I mean, technically, hmm. he confessed only to like reduce his guilt, right? Why did he put it on me? Um, yeah, maybe that that's a different way of looking at it. Definitely. So, what what about you, mm-hmm. Amitula? What do you feel about it? But like, I mean, like love has many other things. It's not just love. I think cheating also does involvement of many other factors than just cheating. Mm-hmm. I mean, firstly, a man or a woman going out beyond that partner mm-hmm. means that there's something he needs to fill up in the relationship. Hence, you're going outside. Mm-hmm. Right, even if yeah. it's this momentary fill up, right? Or maybe the person needs to fill up on themselves, not the relationship. Agreed, agreed. But mm-hmm. there is a True. reason why somebody would even want to go out, whether mm. it's just a void within himself or the void in the relationship. Mm. But do you so, do you feel like you are gonna you are willing to work over that thing, or you you'll see him or her through? That phase of you know. I I don't, but I don't believe in the cheaters always cheaters thing because yeah, yeah. you don't know the full story behind it. Mm-hmm. You don't know whether the partner was. I mean, if I met a partner who has been called a cheater in the past, mm-hmm. there must be some some reason behind him going outside. Is what I would give him a benefit of a doubt. Mm-hmm. Maybe the partner says he was cheating and has taken revenge. He probably went as as stupid and immature that sounds, or maybe. Right. Uh, you know, it was not. It was uh, you know the relationship was all toxic anyway, and hence he <laughs> went out and ended ended up marrying or whatever being in a relationship with somebody else. But he's just called a cheater, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. So there are many other factors besides cheating, and we should consider it. And I, I personally don't believe in cheaters always being cheaters. So what about second chances? Like how comfortable will you be? Not not just about cheating, but other things as well. Maybe call it abuse or say. Or whatever bothers you. So, how far mm-hmm. will you be comfortable giving second chances, both of you? Yeah. Starting with you, Amitula. Yeah. Okay, me. Yeah. Okay, so I don't know about. I'm personally, I don't know how much I'll be willing to give second chances. As mm-hmm. I said, my deal breaker would be cheating and abuse. Uh, abuse, yeah. But everything else, I think I can give it a shot. It depends on how much. He also is ready ready to work on it, and how much I'm willing to see their actions more than words. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Sanaya? I mean, I think I don't have like a particular limit, like a defined limit. <laughs> so I think if I recognize that you know something is, of course, if it's like outright abuse or hitting or something, I'm out the first second it happens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but say, for example, if it's like something else, like you know, passive aggressiveness or non-communication or whatever, like something like that, mm-hmm. then it would involve like I would try to work it out initially, of course, because mm-hmm. I'm not unreasonable. I would try to communicate about it, work it out two, three times. Mm-hmm. But if then after a certain point, if it's just not happening, like I've tried, he's tried, and it's just not happening, then I, I guess I would leave. Mm-hmm. I don't see any point in just you know sticking and beating a dead horse, as you would say. Yeah, yeah, I true. Yeah, absolutely. Like same goes for me as well because 
इनिशियली ठीक है मतलब एक बार दो बार यू गिव दो चांसेज यू नो बेनिफिट ऑफ डाउट के ठीक है मे बी इट है But if it mm-hmm. becomes a pattern, and if you see the pattern, so then I feel first you need to call it out. Like I'll call it out, and till if it persists and it continues, so then obviously, like as Sanaya said, that there's no point beating the red horse. So it's better to get out and you know figure things out for yourself. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. But do you believe in? Uh, I mean, love lasts forever. Do you all guys believe in that? I don't feel love lasts forever it depends on how much you want it to last or you know how much you are willing to give in the work and keep it alive mm-hmm. so love is like a feeling like it's it's there it's not that as you said it's chemicals after all so if you are willing mm-hmm. to instigate each other to that level or create those circumstances or that ambience to keep that love mm-hmm. alive so then obviously it will it it will um, be there and it will be there in your life forever but it depends mm-hmm. on how you how you see your relationship or how the two people are uh, willing how much they are willing to work on that uh, feeling mm-hmm. to you know to be alive so i feel that mm-hmm. so so sanaya what about you what do you feel like, do you feel like love I, is like ek bar hoga to bas lifetime chalta hi rahega wo i think that initial passionate love that you feel definitely fades but that you know that feeling of companionship mm-hmm. and that love that you have between those old couples that you know die together or not i think that lasts that definitely lasts but i think it takes a lot of work and commitment mm-hmm. and communication and loyalty i think it takes a lot to make yeah. that last i don't think it's easy but i definitely think that it can so what do you feel mm-hmm. like what is this one aspect of love or about love that you feel like it's very difficult for you to work through like you know uh, like say for example You you are in love, but then there is something in the other person that is not com- it is not a red flag. But at the same time, it's very difficult for you to you know see it through. Like you can't. Um, it's not easy for you to be in a relationship Let with the go. other person. Let go, maybe or in a relationship, it's not a red flag. But at the same time, it's something similar to it. But it's not a deal breaker. So what would that be like? You know, the second priority red flag, if you want to call it. Oh God, that's a deep question. <laughs> I'd have to think about that. Am I the one who goes first? Talk about so much about relationships. <laughs> no, I want to know what do you think? What are your small, tiny flags and big? Big we know, but what about the tiny ones? Yeah, it's not even a tiny one for me. Uh, it would be if the person is not willing to grow, like you know, emotionally or from the patterns that he or she has created. So I feel that would be something that wouldn't be a deal breaker, deal breaker, but definitely it would put me off, and I would be like turned off big time. I'll be like, "Hey, mm. I'm there for you. We will work through it, but you have to put the effort, and you can't expect the relationship to go on in a on a on a on a one tone basis. So you know, you will mm. have to maybe upgrade yourself, or I, or we'll have to upgrade it together. I'm not saying that you know, you upgrade yourself, and then we'll see. It's not that." If I am upgrading mm-hmm. myself, and by upgrading I mean that you know, uh, you mm-hmm. evolve as an individual. You are not the same person that you were one year back, one month back, or even mm-hmm. an hour hour ago. So similarly, mm-hmm. if the person is expecting me to be like I was when we entered the relationship, that would be very difficult for me because I keep evolving, I keep learning something new about myself, about my surroundings, about the circumstances that I was in previously. So I feel mm-hmm. that if the person is not willing to grow with me. so that would that won't be a deal breaker but that would definitely be something similar to a deal breaker 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So similarly, like if you have anything that you know, it it won't be something that you will call the relationship off because of it, but it would be a big turn off for you. Mm-hmm. For me personally, it would be somebody who's just comfortable, wants comfort zone, and doesn't want challenges. Right. So, so some, something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, maturity or you know right, depth right, right, that that right. i do or who, who say i can't hold an interesting conversation mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. but then i keep wondering why would i even be with that person in the first place <laughs> what attracted me to them then the chemicals maybe <laughs> <laughs> they are okay. to blame yeah no but then do you all believe in unconditional love then <laughs> we were just discussing this yesterday on our episode but yeah yeah i don't i but i'm going to have a point of view yeah exactly we believe in unconditional love yeah yeah true because hamara to sun liya logo ne yeah i see it i definitely would not believe in conditional in terms of oh i love somebody for their looks or for their money mm-hmm. or for mm-hmm. their you know possessions mm-hmm. or the way they treat me but mm-hmm. i would definitely love somebody for the qualities that they possess right okay he's kind he's generous he's intelligent he he's respectful of course right. i would love somebody for their qualities would i stop loving them if they lost one of his qualities probably not right because you learn mm-hmm. to accept a person for what they are at least that's what i hope to do in a relationship and i hope that i would get that in return mm-hmm. that you know i am being looked at completely and accepted for whatever i am and doing the same for them so after a point yes i do hope to be able to do that and mm. to receive that of course it can, it will not be unconditional if like my significant other turns out to be like if he commits a crime or something or like he turns no. out to like cheat or you know mm. like be an abuser or something yeah then all the conditions come into place obviously mm. but if not they like they mean an overall decent person and this like pretty much you know like don't i mean of course they will change over time but as long as the crux of who they are remains the same they are a decent human being and it's the man who i fell in love with and yeah of course the, mm. i think love can definitely be unconditional mm. yeah that's an interesting point yeah uh, i personally do not believe in unconditional love as much because you know mm-hmm. i feel that it becomes toxic after a point of time like i said i said so obviously debarring that component of unconditional love yeah maybe maybe i do believe in unconditional mm-hmm. love but yeah definitely shouldn't get toxic and it you know shouldn't get it shouldn't get the better out of you like as an owner say you are suffering because of your commitment towards unconditional love 
as far as that is not mm-hmm. happening or it's not hampering my growth so i'm 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 willing to uh, you know go as far as i can for my love mm-hmm. yeah but do you believe in that checklist and then how do how do you you know mix that with saying that i do believe in unconditional love but i do have a checklist my checklist is just that i shouldn't lose sense of myself like i shouldn't do something that is not me that's all that that's all i i feel that is one thing if that gets checked then i am not comfortable giving unconditional love because then i feel that i won't i i will be making the relationship toxic forget about the other person doing anything because if i lose sense of who i am or what i am doing in a relationship so then i feel that mm-hmm. the other person is already expecting something more than what i can give and then i am also mm-hmm. willingly giving it so then i am also losing my sense the other person is also losing uh, his or her sense mm-hmm. so 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 then i feel that i'll i'll wait and i'll think about it that what i'm doing or you know because as you said that it becomes very difficult in love because the things gets quite foggy but for me so then i'll have to take a step back and then maybe visit a therapist or take some time off for myself mm. yeah what about I you sanaya i agree that yeah. point that actually exactly what you said for that one yeah. thing that you should not become somebody or not mm-hmm. that's true mm-hmm. yeah mm. and then what do you think about you know how do you think looks play a factor and how much should it play a factor I mean when you talk about checklist uh, women have a different checklist for short term or long term relationships and that's not actually before, men also have this yeah actually before we answer this question i think you should answer this question because you have a very different point of view towards you know infatuation and affection or attraction so what do you hmm. feel about it like do you feel looks matter and if they do how far do you think you are willing to go just after the looks yeah i think I, i i wouldn't say the only thing that matters or that would be a deal breaker for me mm-hmm. but i think they do matter in a sense of you know whether i have to see that person's face for the rest of my life right and if i have you know to bear children yeah. with him mm-hmm. i mean of course it matters it matters mm-hmm. to me in that aspect mm-hmm. but but if you say that the color matters and the height matters and all of that mm-hmm. not not personally but it i think for some people it does they want a tall man they want a tall dark and handsome mm-hmm. and you know that would probably reach to compatibility and then chemistry debate like whether it's chemistry or whether it's compatibility and how much does it matter but say for example uh, as you said that say just for example hypothetically say for yeah. example you are into uh, guys who are of a particular body type you know maybe not six pack yeah. but they are slim not six pack mm-hmm. but slim fit and say mm-hmm. after marriage they start or after you are in a relationship of like 2 years 3 years they start gaining weight and also when you confront them that you know you should start working out or you know you should adopt a healthy healthier lifestyle but they are like no i am fine with it so how so then obviously this won't be a deal breaker for you but will it turn you off somewhere or the other or you know how, how will you not deal with it how will you take it but it's not about me being turned off out here it is unhealthy is becoming obese and of course it's a big no no and i would definitely push him to go and work out and eat the right food no but that but would be again, it's the cost yeah. of health yeah, yeah exactly it's the cost of health yeah so it is only because of the health and not because of your preferences preference i don't think i don't think at that point there are some things that we can reweigh you know in a relationship Mm-hmm. and uh, you know some there may be things i will also do which i wouldn't do otherwise as a 10 years down the line probably i grow a little fat 
somebody who looks good main kya karu tere face pe dekh ke if you're boring me you know it's like that yeah true and also uh, i won't comment there so what about you amatula <laughs> okay so for me i think as much as it does matter it also is i think 50 50 i could say that if if you can't it's not even about your preference or i mean size or anything it's how you can you know present yourself are you are you yeah, confident exactly. enough to mm. even if whatever your yeah. size is going mm. you know owning it up with full confidence if that is there then i i don't think that size would matter for me mm. but yeah if you're unhealthy and you're not doing about anything about it because i am pretty health conscious mm. and i think personally i would that would be uh, i i don't know i've never been in that situation but Personally, I would not go, you know, forward with saying that I'm attracted to you if you're you're not taking care of yourself. Hmm. Hmm. Right. That's yeah, fine. that's very uh, true. I was I was actually going to comment on the. You remember, uh, Sarah, you were telling me about the guys who had who texted you and you know how they talk. So I was just going to comment on that, but I was like, oh let's not let's not offend anyone. Oh my god! I did that a lot. You know, they text me and then they message me and they go, "Oh, you know, it's a good thing you're chubby because I like my women chubby." And oh I'm, my god! Oh, I don't even know how to react to that. You know, I don't even know how to react to that. Like, I don't know what to say. So, but yeah. do not like PSA. Do not say that. Do not do that. Do not comment on somebody else's body like that. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. And that that creates more problems. for you personally and i don't know that's not a factor for sure kind of a turn off yeah because we don't know what yes. the other person is going through with their body so it's better not to comment on even if the person is thin or fat or whatever it is you know mm-hmm. it's it's not something that is attractive to even hear like take a mirko agar hum to logo ko bolega ki you are looking thin so we will feel good but then it shouldn't be the only thing that is being highlighted about us or me personally if i'm talking mm-hmm. about me Yeah. So like yeah. if you say that you know oh you look good but then what else what else attracts you you know what mm-hmm. else is making you talk to me or what else will make you fall in love with me so that matters to me more than just my looks because i know if i stop dieting or if i stop going to gym or i'm or working out so then obviously i'll put on weight and i'll become fat so then what so was it this is the only factor that attracted you towards me so so i feel that it's very insensitive if you only comment on someone's body type and then take everything forward based on that body type yeah i so, think that's true yeah exactly so, yeah i agree with you that do not ob- just objectify yeah either know. male or female or anyone in general mm mm-hmm. so what about And, yeah 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 go on go on amitula you were saying something sara yeah go ahead say okay So I was I was going on a more deeper subject where I thought about you know let's say two people are involved in a relationship and there mm-hmm. is a third party influence whether it's the mother father or friend. Hmm. How how would you deal? Do you do you agree? Do you think it's necessary? Do you think it's unnecessary? How would you take it? Depends like knowing knowing the influence. yeah knowing a little bit about Sanaya, I think she'll have better perspective on uh, this topic. and you know and yeah can i please go on i think if it's like say for example your friend is in a like super toxic relationship and you are getting involved to help them mm-hmm. then if your influence is good please get involved and help your friend even if she doesn't want it because eventually she's going to need it right mm-hmm. 
But say for example, if it's a mother-in-law interfering and you know, like calling you up ten times a day or whatever it is, like that's the kind of influence you mean. डिफरेंट थिंग बट What about other influences? You know, while only relationship is going on, not not we are not talking about marriage here. So, what do you feel about that? Then I think that I think it's just their business, you know. Somebody else's hmm. business. So I don't understand. See, everybody is going to talk. We live in India, okay? We love to gossip. <laughs> we love to talk. Hmm. So, bad to set करेंगे and people over here we are quite shameless also. Like people go up to you know, like uh, I know that sometimes if one of the uh, one of the people in the couple is like not so good looking and the other one is like really good looking, hmm. it also happens that you know they go up to the good looking person and they're like, oh, why are you dating him? Hmm. You know that also happens. So it's yeah. not like people are not going to talk to. It's up to you to have thick skin and decide what you are going to let influence and what you are not going to let influence. So that's what I think at least. Okay. You can't stop everybody else, right, from approaching you and talking to you about your relationship. Mm. You can maintain your boundaries. You can tell people that I don't appreciate your comments, that I don't appreciate your interference. But at the end of the day, you can't control everybody else. What all you can control is your own reaction to it and how you choose to take that. Because you mm. are going to get so influenced by what everybody else is saying, then none mm. of the relationships are ever going to work. Like even the most perfect relationship that you love is not going to work because it's so influenced by how everybody else is perceiving. Mm. Mm. That's what I True. think at least. But if you are, yeah. you know, like if you are seriously facing problems and all of your friends and everybody is, you know, telling you that you know you need help and you need to get out of it, then maybe you should listen to your friends in that one particular situation. Yeah, I agree to uh, what you are saying because you know. Uh, the especially the last part because if it's coming from one person or two uh, uh, two individuals so then it's a different thing but if it's coming from everywhere so then maybe take a step back and just think about it you don't have to confront anyone just confront yourself mm-hmm. that what what is it that is going wrong that is coming out so ob- mm-hmm. ob- you know obviously to other people so yeah that that's that's i agree to what you are saying uh, and amitra what do you what do you think about it like you know Do you do you feel but that? I, but I don't yeah. think that uh, you know it's not about everybody saying it or one person. It matters on what that one person, who that one person is. It's like that one best friend is telling you this person is not good enough for you. Of course, it will happen. That, that, yeah, that yeah, that she said initially itself. Yeah, it's like that. That is definitely different. like somebody who's very close to you who close to you. Yes, of course, their opinion would matter. But if you're going to get influenced by like. You know, undue interference by either their car people, then that's I think that's pointless because everyone's gonna talk however mm. they want. Mm. Mm. It kind of depends on who is saying it and what they are saying and how much you trust their judgment and how mm. much that resonates with you. Like you know, there are certain things that you know from within, but you have not confronted or you have not been confronted with it. So you know, as I'm very sad, both bar hua that if something someone says and then I'm like, oh yeah. This is what I was also going through. Uh, this this dilemma was al- always there in inside me, but now that you have said it out and put it in words, then maybe yes. And it's not it's not happened every time. So 
इट्स नॉट दैट कोई भी कुछ बोलेगा सो गो गो हेड विद इट बट यस समटाइम्स इट डज हैपन दैट यू नीड टू हियर इट फ्रॉम अ थर्ड पर्सन सो सो या आई डू एग्री टू वॉट यू आर से तो या थैंक यू फॉर ब्रिंगिंग इट अप बिकॉज मेरे दिमाग से निकल गया था ये या सो सो आई फील दैट माय व्यूज आर क्वाइट डिफरेंट फ्रॉम व्हाट मोस्ट पीपल थिंक अबाउट इट आई फील दैट फॉर मी माय गर्लफ्रेंड वुड बी माय बेस्ट फ्रेंड लाइक आई व्हाई वुड आई वांट लाइक फॉर मी लाइक आई फील दैट द बिगेस्ट थिंग दैट वुड अट्रैक्ट मी टुवर्ड्स अ गर्ल वुड बी इन अ रिलेशनशिप एंड आई एम इन अ रिलेशनशिप दैट विल कीप अस टुगेदर इज दैट वी कैन बी ओपन and we can be as open as best friends so you know there we don't have to play a role of being a boyfriend and a girlfriend so so i do not believe in this role playing of you know i am your boyfriend so i have to behave like a boy, boyfriend you are a girlfriend so you have to behave like a girlfriend so for me uh, that fourth wall should be broken and uh, there should be so transparent there, there should be transparency there should be a relation as good as uh, being best friends so so for me if you have a girl best friend outside of your relationship so i don't mind that or even if she has a, a male best friend i don't mind it but i would like to i would also like to be one of those best friends and be uh, uh you know together with being a boyfriend so mm-hmm. so maybe uh, and it's not just you maine aur bhi logo se baat kiya hai iske bare mein they 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 feel that you know how can a boyfriend or a girlfriend be best friends like there has to be a certain role playing into it there has to be like you can't discuss everything uh, with your girlfriend or with your boyfriend but i'm like why not like say for example if you find someone hot so it's not a crime to find someone hot it's it's what to do with it that matters but you can tell your girlfriend that you know see this girl is hot and she can also tell you that yeah this guy is hot so that doesn't mean that that has to lead to a fight because you are a boyfriend and a girlfriend in a committed relationship and they have to behave in a certain way so i do not believe in this role playing so for me having a best friend outside uh, a relationship like from the opposite gender so i don't mind that but i believe that for me uh, one of the biggest things that would uh, take a relationship places would be that there is transparency and there is this there is absence of role playing yeah mm-hmm. so so what what do you think sanaya about this i think i would be okay with it because you know i feel like if i am in a relationship I trust that person, right? Otherwise, what's the point of being in a relationship? So if I trust them, hmm. and I know for a fact that you know no boundaries are being crossed as long as appropriate boundaries are being maintained, mm-hmm. of course you can have a girl best friend as long as she's not you know doing inappropriate things. Well, what is the, what is the boundaries you're talking about? You know, like in the name of being best friends, people do mm-hmm. that thing where they spend each other's names, they grind on each other at clubs, they'll mm-hmm. have these cute nicknames for each other, they'll spend. <laughs> 
all mm. their time together when you know like you get what i'm saying there's a difference between they basically be in a relationship without calling it a relationship yeah, but i'm like yeah. okay you want to be in a relationship with her then be in a relationship with her na what am i doing here it'll be like that but do you feel so that but you should not arise yeah. only you should not have only any doubts about this so of course i would be completely okay with it but do you yeah, feel that the role playing is necessary in a relationship of a boyfriend and a girlfriend yeah, or yeah i think you can take on whatever role you want whatever role suits you whatever comfortable for you mm, in your mm. particular situation right mm. right yeah what about you amantula what do you feel about it the role playing thing i don't know about to have clarity yeah 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 go on mhm but uh, yeah if if i am in a relationship i should know i if i should know i i wouldn't say that how to act or how to behave but mm-hmm. i i need to have clarity you know even it's not like i'm being different or i'm pretending mm-hmm. but it is this it's just clear in my head that okay you're my boyfriend and that's how it is supposed to be and i am your boyfriend and that's how it's supposed to be more than suppose i think i would be more comfortable to know what i'm what i'm supposed to be doing or not rather than you know do something But wrong how do you better. how do you define this suppose suppose it behavior like what are you like what what is a girlfriend or a boyfriend supposed to do like i'm just out of curiosity i'm asking i wouldn't get down in a sentence that way but like yeah, honesty loyalty and all of that aspect right there hmm. should be trust there should hmm. be all of that you know Right. because i i i wouldn't and just speaking for myself i don't mm-hmm. have as, as much of experience as probably you know being in a relationship and you know don't know what is right or wrong for me i need to have clarity that how am i supposed to be here like and that's and being a being a psychologist i think i kind of mix all because i know how to be a psychologist but i don't know how to be a Hmm. and sometimes that gets interlinked and that that's what i would not want to do hence i need to know how I'm, how i'm supposed to be here and i need to got be taught that and it's a learned experience for me mm-hmm. right so yeah right. yeah having clarity for my role is important to me whether it's being a daughter whether it's being a girlfriend or whether it's being whatever a mother or also so one mm-hmm. teacher sure sure yeah So what right and, yeah the the question that i'm going to ask i guess applies to both of you but applies to sanaya more so what do you mm-hmm. feel like you know now that uh, i'm assuming you are single and single so what do you feel mm-hmm. that uh, what would be your ideal traits that you would be looking forward to in the next person you will date you know i get this question a lot because i've been like i'm the only person who's single among all my friends like everybody greatly <laughs> Yeah. and they're all like oh, what are you looking for what are you looking for but i am you know so scared to like like form any sort of traits in my head because once you start doing that now you just create an idealized version in your head and yeah. then everybody you meet disappoints you yeah. because nobody is going to meet your idealistic expectations but right. so realistically of course i would want somebody who you know decent respectful mm. somebody who communicates well somebody who treats me well so like these are the bare minimum things that i'm mentioning but it's so hard to find that these things <laughs> so i suppose i'm basic human you're not no but i mean based on my experience with how it is found that so i don't even know what i'm being unbelievable yeah i know that's very hard yeah, i shouldn't suppose you're not supposed to laugh but yeah anything more specific otherwise i create this idealized version in my head hmm. and everybody and me will end up disappointing me which i don't want to do because i don't like i don't have this a like, great view of myself in my head that i'm so cool that nobody else can like match up to my expectations or something mm-hmm. like that but mm-hmm. even like that you know for me right right 
so it depends hmm so as of who now like uh, for me uh, i guess someone who is like open minded and willing to grow and uh, yeah that's pretty much it like obviously wo sab to hai ki you know respect hai and all that is there because that's like it goes without saying but the things that i look forward to in a in my partner is like uh, the person shouldn't be stagnant in her personality or in her views and uh, yeah that's important yeah and that and also the person and yeah fun loving thoda hona chahiye matlab i i do not want like a boring person with me so that's there mm-hmm. and uh, yeah that's pretty much it like matlab i'm not asking like i guess this is what anyone or everyone would need i'm assuming because it's not something that we are asking ki kuch pari duniya se alag hi hai yeah the person should be willing to grow and the person should be fun loving and uh, that's it so but amatula i'll ask you the question a bit in a twisted way but if say you were single and you were out there looking for getting into a relationship so what would your this criteria or your you know uh, this ideal mm-hmm. scenario would be so yeah if i was single which i'm mm-hmm. not so mm-hmm. uh, so the ideal scenario for me would be and i think i've got that right? i think so it's at least in my head i don't know what the future holds for me mm-hmm. but yeah i think as somebody who's enough uh, stable of what he he knows what he wants in life mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. okay and b is uh, i think open to new things mm-hmm. open to listen learn experience of the right. whatever that is right okay mm-hmm. ready to explore with me is you know mm-hmm. and i think that is two things that i was looking for in a partner very you know at least he should know what he wants in life you know yeah. he, he needs to know what he wants what kind of future he wants for him not even a goal for a future what future that you see you know 10 years down the line what does he want to do mm. yeah. it's not clarity at least not completely of course everything doesn't go as planned i get that right and but you know some ideas basic planning skills or you know some goal in life is what i was looking for in the past now i think that's the thing yeah that's fair enough i guess yeah uh, i guess all of us like anyone you ask they're not asking something which is you know unrealistic everyone has these realistic it's the bare minimum yeah I, yeah and still we are disappointed Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with that. There are too many very uh, positive kisses out there, which disappoint. Yeah. But I hope we all find somebody right to one. love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, this Christmas should bring some miracles around them. <laughs> It is bringing a new strain okay. of coronavirus, at least. Yeah. ओल्ड मेमरीज 
like sitting in in the office and talking about these things but this is just over the phone yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah i had like massive boy flashbacks but i had fun <laughs> you guys like if you all need another podcast guess you know whom to call we laughed so yeah definitely something yeah definitely yeah yeah definitely we are going to do it yeah 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 sure all right so yeah let's wrap up Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, if you want to join our podcast, this is Anaya did. Uh, write to us, DM us on uh, Instagram. Anurag, you want to go first? Yeah, sure. You can DM me on Instagram. Uh, my handle name is Part Time Sapiens, uh, but you can type my name like A N U R A G Anurag, uh, K H U N G E R, and you will find me on Instagram. So, yeah. Yeah, you can find me on Array of Insights, A R R A Y O S I N S I G H T. Yes, area of insights. Please write to us. We would love to hear from you. Yeah. So yeah. See you all every Friday and Saturday. Bye. Yep. Bye. Yeah.